0: Welcome to Four Seasons Every Day. I'm Brittany Sutherland. And I'm Amanda Cottrell. We are two North Carolina locals who love the daily adventures of living in the high country. Join us as we explore our local community and discover new ways to elevate the everyday.
1: Welcome to
0: Season 4, Episode 4, Four Seasons Every Day. That's right. Here we are just wrapping up um, a good... Four episodes that we've had since we kind of came back after the pandemic. I know, and I'm excited because this is a what I would consider a classic of the high country. It sure is. This was a really fun interview. This is the most we've ever had in one interview, I think, of people, that is. Yeah, lots of voices
1: on this interview.
0: Yeah, so we're really looking forward to hearing from the some of the cast and uh, crew over there at Horn in the West, and we hope that everyone enjoys this interview. Hello, Hi, country. We are
1: so excited to be back with you today. And we have three very special guests with us today. We have Shauna Godwin, who is the artistic director and choreographer for Horn in the West. And we also have two actresses with us from Horn in the West. We have Jenny Cole, who is the widow Howard, and also serves as their performance uh, choir director. And then we also have Natalie Davis, who plays Mary Green. So welcome, ladies. Well, thank you for having us. Well, we are so excited to have you three, have you three with us today. And um, Natalie, I just want to start um, with you. And I know you are new to um, Horn in the West. So maybe I should, maybe I should start with Jenny, because Jenny, you're a longtime <laughs> favorite with Horn in the West. So for our listeners who are not familiar with Horn in the West, give us just a brief maybe history and background and what this story is about.
2: Well, Horn in the West, uh, and the reason it's called Horn in the West, it's the horn of freedom blowing in the West. It's the um, um, where the um, westward movement of the settlers uh, over the mountains of North Carolina and Tennessee. We start out the show with the Battle of Alamance, and it's all about the Revolutionary War and the fight for freedom, and uh, it's a little bit of something for everyone. We have British soldiers, we have love, we have fighting, we have Cherokee Indians, we have battles, and it's absolutely wonderful, awesome. And not just is the show itself about history, but there's such a history of the show itself. So, cause we started a long time ago.
1: You, have. you yeah. have, to, have. How long has the show been running?
2: Well, this will be our, Shauna. is this correct? Is this our 70th? Well, it would have been. It 70th, but it's our 69th still. That's, that's <laughs> what I was afraid of. It's our 69th. And until last year, we had been consecutive um, running, and no other outdoor drama had been consecutively running because of hurricanes and fires and other you know, problems that they may have had. But until last year, we ran consecutively for 68 years. Yeah.
1: That is amazing. Yeah. So, so Shauna, maybe tell us a little bit um, about the cast. Where where do these group of people come from? Are they locals?
3: Or, um, who makes up the Horn in the West cast? Well, um, from all over, uh, we've had cast members from probably, I would say, Jenny, and you could correct me on this, but I would say almost every state yes. in the country, if you look at it. At it, it as our it, as our history, um, this year is a little bit of a different scenario due to uh, everything that has happened in the past year and a half. I guess now with COVID, um, we, we do primarily have mostly local actors. However, we we have several folks that are not from the state or the area who are still making the trek up here to be in the show. And um, they have to provide their own housing. We're not able to do that for them this year. And, you know, the, it's really something that they're, they're still willing to be able to do that, um, to be part of the show. But we do have quite a number of locals in our production this year, which we're really excited about. Uh, But we, we do have several others from out of state as well.
1: Wow. So that's quite a commitment for the actors who are part of this show. Um, I did, I did not realize that. So Uh, Jenny, we spoke briefly about this uh, before the show, but tell us a little bit about when you start rehearsing and what that looks like.
2: Uh, We start rehearsing on June the 11th and uh, in two weeks we put together a two-hour show that includes songs and dancing and acting uh indians uh, fire and battles with firearms uh we have a little bit of everything don't we shauna (laughs) we sure do yes and uh, and of course all the safety issues and now with covid issues also that we're you know having to deal with but um it is very very exciting and we run uh Generally, from um, early morning, we have um, everybody kind of pairs off during the day. The dancers do their dancing thing in one area, uh, singers are learning their music in another area, and the principals are on stage. Then at night, we come back after dinner and we put it all together with Shauna telling us everything what we need to do and where we go and where to stand and what to do.
1: That is a am- that is amazing. I've been in some theater productions. And so the fact that y'all have this, this short window of time to put this all together, I mean, really speaks to the the craft that you have. A lot of talent there.
2: Yes. Yes. And, and it does. And every one of these guys are so wonderful and so awesome to just be able, like um, Shauna as director, she can oversee things at a much wider scale than myself. I can see like my little scenes and stuff. I know what's what, where I'm going and what I, I'm doing, you know, and, uh, but sometimes she can see from a distance, you know, it's like, uh, Jenny, just turn out this way or turn your hand over or something, even something so simple and can make it uh, the gesture or everything very different. So I'm, I'm always proud to see what she can do with it. That's
0: great. So Natalie, we would, we're very curious what it's like to be an actress um, in this production about um, how much time do you spend rehearsing each week once it begins Uh, from your point of view? What's that like? So I actually
4: got the chance to be a dancer in the show as well. So I, it's, it's two very different distinctive roles of the show, but for actresses, we we have those two weeks and it really is just it even starts before rehearsals because you have two weeks to get the blocking on the stage and everything. but I mean, I'm starting research for Mary now and possibly um, I started researching for it. Around Christmas break, I started thinking about it and then through finals and everything, I was able to, kind of grab some ideas. Um, And I was lucky enough to be an understudy um, two years ago, I guess not last year. And so I have knowledge from then I have knowledge from other cast members about past Marys what they've been able to do. So it, it's really more than two weeks. It's however
0: soon you can start really. That's amazing. So give us a little behind the scenes prior to the show. What goes into costuming and makeup um, once you arrive each evening? Or maybe it's the afternoon, I guess. So each
4: evening, it kind of depends on the person. Some of us like to get there at 530. Some of us like to get there right before call time because we have a little bit more time than others. Um, But everyone gets there. Everyone gets there earlier whenever they need to. If you get there early, you're usually going over blocking, going over lines, breaking the stage or doing your makeup. Some people have to curl their hair. Some people have wigs. So it really just depends. But we get there and we have each call time. So there's dance call, fight call, chorus call. And then sometimes we're able to bring in a cast call, but sometimes we just have to go. Um, especially if it's if there's a chance of rain, we kind of meet for a little bit to make sure everyone's good and go over all of the emergency Things just in case, but you know sometimes you just gotta go and rely on everything, and you're able to kind of pick up everything after after a while. But we really try and meet up before for everyone, and then around half hour, half hour before show, where everyone's starting to get ready, and then 15 minutes we have fifth, like 10 to call, 10 to places, and then five minutes before 5 10 everyone's in
0: places, and then we're off to the races! Wow, Absolutely. I almost feel like I'm learning a different language. Uh, there's so many specific terms. It's very enlightening.
2: Oh, and it's a, and it's so exciting too, um, because I mean, it, n- no matter how many times I've done it just hearing that horn dun 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 Mm -hmm. it's like oh here we go here we go you know and and they always kind of some of them kind of laugh because I'm a lot older than a lot of those little dancers and uh, some of the people in the show. But, and so I have to exercise and stretch things they don't have yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, and I always call it hollering in the bushes. I, I go down a little bit towards the gardens and I do breathing exercises and I do stretches, leg stretches. But I, I do like a lot of breathing and, and ha, 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 just because the theater is quite large and you need to be able to talk to someone who might be hard of hearing at the very top of the house. Mm-hmm. But I've had people tell me, um, remember when, I think it's Boonies now, but it was, it was Hardy's down at the bottom of the hill. Mm-hmm. And I would have people say, they could hear every line I said, and I said, <laughs> "Oh, where are you?" And they said, "Oh, we're at Hardee's." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was a little surprised about that. <laughs> <So>.
1: That's great. <laughs> well, Shauna, speak to some of what your background, um, you know, what your responsibilities responsibilities are before the show, and what what your role
3: is. Well, really, my primary um, job is the leading up to opening night is mm-hmm. getting everything ready, getting all the wheels turning, get everyone where they need to be physically and otherwise. Um, but then once the show opens, it's really, um, it's the production stage manager who basically kind of takes over once once the show is ready to go. Um, so once, basically, once we open the first time, then it's it's really in their hands. Um, of course, I will be back a lot to watch and, you know, take notes and keep track of everything and make any changes that need to happen. But um, pretty much just it's everything leading up to that moment. So it's, you know, casting, it's contracting actors, um, checking through the script, making sure there's not anything that has been missed in terms of necessary props or you know, new ideas for perhaps different scenes. You know, different ways we can approach scenes, um, and just getting getting everything ready for the act, or well, really getting everything ready for the technicians to come in. The mm-hmm. technicians will be there a week before the actors, and then once the actors come in, then it's a matter of starting to rehearse everyone. Um, and by that point, they will all have been off book, or will they? They'll know their lines for the most part by the time they arrive, um, in order to start rehearsals. And then we. We pretty much go scene by scene and um just get everything to where it needs to be. You know, and it's it's a lot of stop and start, you know, mm-hmm. realizing, okay, well, we need this prop or hey, we need to make this costume change, or I don't like that tree back there, little things like that. Um, but it's so it's just a matter of really making a big roadmap. And then once everything's set in a place, then the magic just kind of happens. So it's definitely a lot of things to coordinate, but it's um, you know, it's it's something that you know. You think it's never going to happen, you know, within that two week or three week period. But then, the closer you get, the the more cohesive everything just becomes, and right. it all it all really does fall into place. It does fall into place, yeah. It
1: does. Well, Jenny, you've been there the longest. I mean, you're portraying a piece of history, so this, I'm assuming the story is the same. But how maybe has the show evolved over the last um, seventy years? Yeah.
2: Well, um, to me, the 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 part of Witta Howard, um, when you consider it, um, she hasn't, she's by herself. She doesn't have a man to take care of her. She doesn't uh, have a protector really. And that's why I always felt that my character was very, um, very good with, uh, very close to Daniel Boone, simply because he taught me how to survive. Without him teaching me how to rough lock the wheels on a wagon or to to be able to knife or to shoot, then I would not have survived a week in that Mm. type of environment. And I think that um, the just my character in itself has um, become stronger in a lot of areas. But I also try to, because more, uh, the Stewarts come in and they're from England and Miss Stewart is so genteel and really how I wished I could be because she's, just perfect. She has a very silent strength, and yet she's um, um, very feminine and and things like that and dresses beautifully, and I'm a little ragtag. But um, so through the show, and especially in act two, I try to emulate her a little bit more, and she actually becomes a little more earthy. I've seen now as the show has progressed from earlier years to now, it's kind of funny because years ago, I saw the, the women wore false eyelashes. They wore a lot of uh, very, very heavy makeup. We tend not to wear so much heavier makeup, um, you know, that than they used to years ago. But overall, I mean, the show, this show is about everything that our country today and yesterday and next week and years down the road are always fighting for. We're always fighting for our freedoms. And whether it's freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom, you know, to to just be able to be yourself, you know, without hurting others and things like that. I just I've seen how it's really has progressed a lot through the ages. Mm -hmm. And um, my first year on stage was 1977. Uh, you weren't born yet, were you? (laughs) I I was, I was, (laughs) but, but 10 years before that, I worked for 10 years, starting around 67 doing programs and things like this. I worked with, uh, some of the other cast members. I worked with their parents. I worked with, you know, their, um, uh, maybe even their grandparents. (laughs) So, but, uh, yeah, so it's, Quite a, um, a a lot of years in between, but I tell you, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. It's just been awesome to be there.
0: So it's my understanding, if I, if I understand this correctly, that last year was the first year the show had to be postponed since 1952. And I wonder, I'll start with you, Shauna, and we'll go around. What was that
3: like for you? Well it was my first season as director. So that was, um, you know, that was, that was uh, surprising to say the least. Um, you know, it was, it's strange to not now be able to say we're the longest consecutively consecutively running outdoor theater in the country because that was kind of always our, our tagline. Um, and so at first it was a little, I don't know, I guess kind of just, you know, hurt not only to not do the show, but also, you know, because we were so proud of that fact. Um, in other ways, you know, we, we took that time and did, did a lot of repairs that we needed to do. We did a lot of, you know, just work around the the property, uh, work with the script. We had a really nice uh, historical script analysis done. So we were able to take some time that we in the past had never had, you know, um, and we just really try to use that time as wisely as we could because you know, we're, we're only in the theater generally anywhere from six weeks or seven weeks to 10 weeks. It just depends on the, on the year. Um, but then outside of that, we're never able to get any, um, work done in terms of the show and, or in terms of, you know, props or set pieces that need work outside of that rehearsal and production period. So, um, so in some ways that was that, that was a really positive thing and I think you know we just tried to take any anything you know that could have been negative about it and just said okay well let's keep moving forward let's go ahead and just start preparing for next season and just see mm-hmm. what happens and you know it wasn't if anything we're more excited about it now and we have even more passion now and mm. yeah so mm-hmm. so it was very strange yeah um it doesn't yes. seem like it's been 2 years since we've done the show it's really it, it really feels like we did just do it last season because it's it, it almost everything just kind of pauses. Mm. So if you're in a show season after season, it's like the whole year that happens in between the two seasons. It's like, as soon as you get into that theater, you feel like it doesn't exist. You feel like you had, you had never left in the first place. Wow. Um, an interesting thing. It's kind of like a vortex, but <laughs> um, you know, so yeah. So it seems like it was just yesterday that we were just there. Um, but at this, the other end, it also seems like it was a really long time ago. Wow. So uh, but you know, we were just able to really take that time and do what we needed to do. Yeah. Um, it was very scary. It is still very scary, mm-hmm. you know. Uh it's definitely financially hard to take a year mm-hmm. off, um, especially of a production that's been around for so long, you know, and we're competing with electronics and we're competing with you know other yeah you know newfangled things, as they say. And you know, the amount of people that go to the theater is so minimal anyway. Um, But if nothing else, hopefully this all this time apart and all this time away from the arts has really reminded people how much we need it.
2: So, Oh, yes, definitely. definitely definitely for myself. I felt like it's like, Oh, it now's the time the quartets go out and sing and Oh, now it's, it's, it's five till curtain goes up, you know, kind of thing. And, um, Oh, look, it's eight o'clock. The horn just blew. And, and you could look at the clock and go, okay. Oh, it's about Indian country time. It's this time. It's this time. And, um, it, it really was interesting how, um, you knew what you should be doing and you weren't, and and you feel a little bit lost, didn't you? I did.
4: What about you, Natalie? Oh, I can tell you the exact, at the exact moment when I found out we were canceling the season, I can tell you exactly where I was, what was happening. My poor poor work manager, I found out during a work shift and he was going on this rant about something that I don't even know and I said, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so this poor man probably saw me at the first years. But I I was actually there last summer, and Jenny Cole's totally right. You almost feel it's it was so weird. It definitely didn't feel right. Um, I remember looking at it, it was about probably there would be some times where we would be on the stage. Um, cause I, I helped work around the property and in the costume shop and you could look at the sky. Actually, you could look at where it was in the trees and think, oh, I should be getting my fire stick uh-huh. right now. Or, oh, Mary and Jack are getting married uh-huh. right now. Um, spoiler alert, oops. <laughs> um, and it was a lot harder than I think a lot of us thought it would be. Yes. Um, I've talked to some, some past cast members and. They want to come back just because we didn't get to last yeah. year. It's incredible how how special something is, especially when you don't have it. I think a lot of times as we take things for granted to it's just another show. But for home, especially when we didn't have that place to go or people who have been there for so long, people who... We're so excited that this was going to be their first year. I heard from people and people I'd recently friended on Facebook or something that I knew was going to be in the cast. And it was, it was a huge, weird experience and it's nothing like I've ever experienced. And I hope I never have to experience it. I
2: cried, I cried and cried and
4: cried. I saw Jenny Cole one time. And I think, I think we both just about lost it. <laughs> mm.
0: well, we yeah. were very sad. We were very sad. We were going to do this interview last year. So yeah. uh, we sure did. We missed out too um, and, and even getting to come, but we're excited about this year. So um, real quick, as we're getting close on our time, do each of you have a favorite memory from the show? And we'll start with Jenny from all your years. So I know some are shorter, some are longer, but favorite memory.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, I worked with some of the big greats that you hear about that were in the show. Glenn Causey that uh, played Daniel Boone for so many years. Um, Charlie Elledge. And he looked like the big giant Santa Claus that was the preacher. And I worked with Bill Ross, um, who was, you know, and, and it was just those characters were so much bigger than life. And I felt so small with them, but, <laughs> um, and different things that happen on stage, you know, you have costume pieces that are falling off and, and, uh, petticoats you lose. And there's so many things, but I think one of the things that was really, really very special for me, my first year as Witta Howard, um, Glenn Causey had always said Jenny on the 50th year, I I may not be in the show, but I want you to walk across the stage with me. Okay, this six foot gazillion what's like six six nine or ten? You know he was huge, and he had already passed away by that point. My mm-hmm. first year as Witta Howard, and I'm standing there, and um, they're delivering the what we call the Purple Passion speech. And um, it's like, well, how come you always keep moving westward? And he he says, well, I don't rightly know. And he's talking and I could just hear Glenn. And suddenly I felt a hand on my shoulder and I'm just standing there. And the woman that was playing, Miss Stewart, she's looking at me and she says, are you all right? I had tears just running down my face. And I said, I'm just fine, you know, (laughs) because I really felt like he had just, patted me to say it's okay I'm here with you you know but um yeah I think that was one of the special things
0: yes it's very special well ladies we thank you and we are so excited to come see you on the stage and behind the stage and we hope we get to see you in person and thank you so much for your time this evening
2: oh thank you so much Amanda Brittany all
0: right good night bye-bye
1: Thanks for listening today. A big shout out to Justin Jones at Sonic Depository
0: for writing our music and producing our show. We hope we have elevated your everyday in the high country. For more adventures, head over to fourseasonseveryday.com. See you next time.